Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Spirited Life Podcast, where we bring spirituality back down to earth for everyone to embody and understand. The purpose of this podcast is to teach you how to tap into your intuition, to teach you how to manifest a life that you are totally in love with, and to learn to love who you are from a soul level. And not only love that person, but accept them and appreciate them. My journey with spirituality has taught me who I was. I felt like before the old me, she was trying to please everyone and she was trying to look like everyone else. And she was trying to fit into this mold that society said she had to fit into. Once I started doing this work, and I'm talking beyond the intuitive development, but more so the mindset work and the self-development work and the work to learn to love myself. I learned who I was from that. I learned to be unapologetically me. And really, I set myself free. I had no clue where all of this woo-woo-ness was going to take me. And frankly, I didn't really believe in it when I started. But I thought, you know, I kind of felt like there was nowhere else to go. I felt like I had been sad long enough, depressed long enough, angry, you know, like I was getting random ass bills long enough. I felt like it was time to give something else a try. And I never imagined that my life could turn out like it is today. But here we are. I am recording this podcast episode. I have hundreds of blogs on my website. I have amazing soulmate clients. And I've been doing this for over six years now. And I'm so freaking grateful every single day. And today I want to actually talk to you about one of the four main intuitive abilities. So we've talked in a past episode, and you can revisit that episode if you want, about what the four clairs are. There's clairaudience, clairvoyance, clairsentience, and claircognizance. I've done an episode already on how to kind of tap into your clairvoyance if you're a clairvoyant person. So today I want to talk to you about clairaudience. Clairaudience is the ability to hear your intuition, hear spirit, get clear guidance, get clear, elevated direction, and just be guided throughout your day. It's called clear hearing because the messages that we receive from our intuition, from our spirit guides, from those that we read for, from spirit, and whoever else, you know, is on your spirit team that's trying to connect with you, one main one being your higher self, this is how we receive their messages. Now, their messages can come in very clear and concise. They can come in kind of puzzle pieces that we have to put together, and this is usually how it starts. But for most of us, when we are learning to develop our intuition, whether you're clairaudient, clairvoyant, clairsentient, or claircognizant, these intuitive hits come in randomly. They don't come in at will. They come in sporadically, and when we try to tune into them, often we get nothing. We hear crickets. And this is because we haven't yet learned how to set our boundaries, one. We haven't yet learned who exactly we're talking to and how to identify them, two. And then we also haven't learned 
how to really enhance and finesse that one spiritual muscle or that one intuitive muscle, I should say, that's going to help us bring in more clear and concise and consistent and evidential guidance for us and or our clients. And I want to start this episode off by saying that you do not have to use your intuition to give mediumship readings. You do not have to use your intuition to give psychic readings or any kind of reading. You do not have to use your intuition for anyone else at all other than yourself. I remember laying on the beach one day and I asked Spirit, like, what is the point of all of this? Why am I able to give readings? Like, why did you put me here? This is, it's just such a strange place to be that I never thought I would be. Why? What is the point of mediumship? And I got the very clear answer via my clear audience. Mediumship is not for anyone else. Mediumship being, in this case, we're going to talk intuition. Mediumship is for you first. It's for you to return home. It's for you to get clear. It's for you to learn to love yourself, for you to raise your vibration. I have a whole article actually on this very moment on my website, lightloveandspirit.com. But mediumship is for you first. And then if you choose to use it to help others or to guide others, then you can. But mediumship is for your healing. That is what it is ultimately for. These messages, this guidance, this higher vibration, this place that we get into when we choose to allow spirit into our life and we choose to allow our intuition to speak to us and we choose to raise into a higher vibration and we choose to expand our awareness, even if nothing's technically happening yet, something shifts, something changes. And you're guided towards the right people and random situations that serve you happen. Synchronicity happens more often. You're guided. And through that process, each time it happens, you learn to trust a little bit more. And you begin to see a little bit more and a little bit more that life doesn't have to be hectic and life doesn't have to be terrible, that life is actually all about love and constantly choosing to return to a loving state, whether for yourself or someone else or for your life, no matter what state that may be in. So all of this work, every time something happens, it's for you to continue to elevate and for you to continue to see with a higher perspective, your life, yourself, and those around you. Okay. So with that said, you can use your intuition, whether you work in an office all day or whether you have your own spiritual business. You can use your intuition to learn to love yourself, whether or not you consider yourself a spiritual or a woo-woo person. It really doesn't matter how you label it or how you choose to look at it, as long as you are open to receiving loving guidance, as long as you are open to feeling a little bit more love, because that's one thing that I never expected. I had kind of known I had these abilities and I was willing to work with them, right? But I never expected to feel the love that I did and that I do. I never expected to sit in meditation one day and start crying because I suddenly knew and felt this loving presence all around me. 
And that's really what this is for, you guys. It's for more love. It's for your healing. It's for a beautiful life. And if you choose to share it with others, then you can. But I think there's a common misconception that you have to want to be a medium or a psychic to learn to develop your intuition. And that's just not true because it's available to all of us. And so let's get back on the track of talking about clairaudient. I want to give you a few signs that you're clairaudient and a few ways it will show up for you. So clairaudient people often talk to themselves a lot. Like, I think we all talk to ourselves, but clairaudient people talk to themselves a lot. I mean, they are always in conversation with themselves, whether in their head or externally. Um, I know a lot of clairaudient people, someone in my family, she cracks me up. She's so clairaudient. She has been talking out loud to herself whole conversations my whole life. And that's something that clairaudient people do a lot because what they don't realize is they're not just talking to themselves. They're usually talking to their higher self, um, even to their ego, talking to different members of their spirit team, and they don't realize it. They think that this is all internally, all internal. Oftentimes we label ourselves crazy because we're like, I have all these different voices in my head. And yeah, you do. You do have different voices in your head, but you're not crazy. There are so many members of your spirit team that are willing and able to guide you if you let them. But then there's also the ego, right? And this is, there's the ego. And then, you know, we got to be real and honest. Like there's a lot of fear when it comes to intuition or mediumship or psychic abilities. There's fear of tapping into something wrong or bad or evil. And if you learn how to do this safely, and if you learn how to set clear boundaries, it can only be used for good. And we'll talk a little bit about that today, um, but I go a lot into how to practice safely in my intuitive development course. And once you guys learn, okay, like I'm gonna set my boundaries, I'm gonna clear my energy, I'm gonna ground my energy, I'm gonna open up my energy to receive, I'm gonna say who I'm willing to connect with, then you can trust the guidance that's coming in, okay? So that was for me one of the really hard things that I used to hear things that weren't so positive. Um, I would feel, you know, this, this kind of heavy energy and this happened my entire life. I would hear words, I would hear others talking, I would hear things that just didn't feel right to me. And so I just tried to tune them out. They overwhelmed me and they scared me. But the moment that I learned that I'm actually the one in control and all I have to do is ask for help and all I have to do is set my boundaries, then the guidance started one, becoming a lot clearer, but two, a lot more helpful. And all that scary, like uh, uncomfortable vibe, it went away. So if, so someone who's clairaudient is often gonna talk to themselves or find themselves in conversation with themselves. You might have heard, and we're talking about all of life, not necessarily today or yesterday, heard your name being called inside your head, sometimes externally, but most of the clear audience is inside and it, it can be externally as well. Hear, hearing your name being called, um, waking up to like you're already in conversation or like you're hearing or listening into somebody else's conversation. 
we have a habit of sometimes hearing, especially when we're going through an awakening and it's time to actually tune into our intuition, but we haven't quite grasped that yet. We will hear a ringing in the ears that nobody else hears. And this is different than the medical condition. Okay. Um, this is just a, like a high pitched, it goes up so quickly and it comes with this sense of calm and it, it may come in like it's not necessarily in your ear. That's the difference. It's more in your head. And you'll hear this ringing in your ears or a buzzing in the ears or a popping or something that other people don't hear. You might feel like a pressure change in the air that other people don't. You might um, hear thumps in your house or just like very tangible sounds that other people don't hear. These are all signs of being clairaudient. And this, if this happens to you often, or it has happened to you often throughout life, then I would totally be willing to say that you are a clairaudient person. If you can combine a couple of these signs, and it has happened a lot throughout life. So clairaudient people, they talk to themselves, they hear things that other people don't hear. You might even hear like a distant music, like a far away kind of distant music or like a, a vibration. Um, sounds really can trigger you in good ways and in bad ways. So for me, it took me a long time to figure this out, but it's a vibrational thing. So for us, when there is a vibration that we don't align with as clairaudient people, it can really trigger us. It can really get under our skin and just drive us nuts. At the same time, if there is a song or a sound that we absolutely love, even if it's, you know, like heavy metal, it can lift us so high. It can lift our vibrations so high. It has to align with us. And so a quick story about this is when I was a teenager, my stepdad just loved to like party in the garage by himself and he would turn up music and I would, and my room was above the garage. And so I, you know, as a teenager, we were constantly arguing. I'm not going to say I was the easiest teenager, but I was going down there like 10 times at night. Can you turn it down? Can you turn it down? Can you turn it down? And he's like, it's not even loud. And looking back, I think it probably wasn't even loud some of those times. But I kept telling him and telling my mom, I'm like, it's a background noise. It's the background noise. And I couldn't put my finger on it. But I'm like, it's the background noise. It wasn't the background noise. It was the vibration. I couldn't hear the words. I couldn't hear the music. I could like feel the vibration in my body. And it was so loud to me and so distracting to me that I could not fall asleep no matter what I did a plane flying over. Sorry for the, the actual background noise today. So we either can love sounds or we can find them very incredibly distracting. And that brings me to my next point. audience people often pick up on all the noises around them especially if you're in a social setting. So if you are, let's say, at a Christmas party and you're trying to focus on talking to the person in front of you, but you're picking up and tuning into all of the sounds and energy and music and conversations around you, this is another sign that you might be clairaudient. And this is also, you know, in the intuitive development course, I teach people, okay, let's learn to turn our gifts up when we want to use them and let's turn them down when we know that they're going to become overwhelming for us. So in a social setting like this, you might choose to intentionally ground and turn down your intuition or turn down your clairaudience 
to help you, you know, be more present in that situation, right? And that's something we talk about in the course. So we've talked about noises. We hear things that other people don't hear. We talk to ourselves. Often we might hear our name being called, wake up to hearing words or conversations. We are very in tune with sounds, whether we like them or not. Um, we also have a tendency, and this is really the biggest sign that you're clairaudient. We can have, whether it's people in our lives or strangers on the street, they gravitate to us. And not only do they gravitate to us, but they tell us their whole life story. And this, this one applies to basically all of the, um, the Claire's because when you are an intuitive soul, you're a highly intuitive soul, other souls can recognize that. So they will find and seek you out and they will seek out someone that is a healer and they don't know that you're a healer and you don't know that you have, you know, this healing energy, but that is, that's what happens is a soul can seek out another soul that can help them. But the difference with the Claire audience is not only do they seek you out, but you know exactly what to say to them. You have, you can have so much advice and so much wisdom, and you could be talking to them and talking to them and tell them exactly what they need to do. And when they leave you, they tell you they feel so much better and they're so grateful. And you might not even remember what you said. And if you don't remember what you said, this is a very clear sign that you have actually been channeling. And so that's the difference between the other Claire's and this Claire, when a, a stranger or a person or whoever seeks you out and kind of energetically dumps on you when you have the words and the wisdom and the advice to give them this is usually coming from your soul so clairaudient people don't only hear but they channel more easily they verbally channel more easily they know what to say they have this wisdom they may or may not remember what they just said it's coming from somewhere they don't know where it's coming from but they're usually the friend that everybody goes to when they need something. They're usually the one that everybody goes to when they need advice. And oftentimes, if you are a very intuitive person, you might be the one in your family that has kind of been the one, I don't want to say the one that has to be the most mature, but maybe the one that has kind of been... I guess you could say even the healer of your family, you know, the one that, that has the words to say, or the one that, you know, knows what to do or tries to keep the peace. And some of that is a trauma response too. And we'll get to that in another, another episode. But when you are a highly intuitive person, whether you know it or your family knows it or not, you're often the one your whole life to kind of be called the old soul or even the black sheep, or you just kind of do what you have to do to keep things together, if that makes sense, either for yourself or other people. So if you're like listening to this episode and you're hearing the things that I'm saying about audience, and you're like, yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. Yes, that's me. Then my friend, you probably are audience. Many people are, and they don't realize it. They think that this is just how everyone is, but the fact is that it's not. I can get on a call with someone and tell them whether they're mainly audience or mainly sentient just by 
you know, like checking into their energy and asking them a few questions. So now that you know a few ways to kind of tell if you're clairaudient, what are you supposed to do with that? How do you control it? Because it can become overwhelming. It can be very distracting. And how do you know what guidance to listen to versus what guidance not to listen to? And I find that that's usually people's like first question, once they accept that, okay, this is who I am and this is a gift that I have, before they even want to know how to work with it and utilize it, they want to know how do I know if the information I'm receiving is true and correct or not, okay? But I will tell them every time, first, how does it feel? How does it feel to you? Check in with your heart space. Does this feel good? Does this sound good? Does this sound like like good guidance? Does this sound like it's supportive of you? So that's going to be your first one. That doesn't always work, especially if it's something that you want to know the answer to personally. Like should you or should you not do something? So you've heard me talk about boundaries. You've heard me talk about grounding, clearing, connecting, and protecting. And this is something I teach all of my coaching students. This is something I teach in my intuitive development course. Before you ever do any spiritual work, I want you to set yourself up for success. I want you to ground your energy so you're calm. I want you to clear your energy, which I teach in the course, from head to toe to remove anybody else's energy, any stagnancy, anything that's not serving you. I want you to learn to open up your energy so that you can receive. And I want you to protect your energy by calling down a light all the way around you, but also setting your very firm boundaries of who you are willing and are not willing to connect with. Okay. And then once you want to learn to start expanding your intuition or expanding your clear audience, you can do this today. There's a couple of simple exercises that are actually inside my course. They're in like the first week. Um, but we obviously do progress every single week from there. But here's a couple of exercises straight from the course that you can start doing today. The first one is to sit outside. Claire audience people pick up all the noises around them all the time, whether they're realizing that they're doing it or not. And the trick to finessing your intuition, no matter what your strongest Claire is, is to bring about an awareness. Okay. So their spirit is around us all the time. Energy, everything is energy. It's around us all the time. Everything has a different energy, a different feeling. But we're so used to it. We're so numb to it that we hear sounds all the time. We hear cars going by. We hear leaves rustling. We hear dogs barking. We hear our neighbor's car door shut. We hear all these things. But we don't really pick up on them if that makes sense. Like we've become, we've become numb to them. They're not truly in our awareness. We kind of block them out. And that's what we do with spirit. As we grow up, we, we're born knowing who we are. We're born knowing spirit. We're born seeing beauty and seeing love. It's all we know. And so the older we get and the more experiences we have, the more we are conditioned out of that and the more we tune out of it and tune out of it and tune out of it and eventually shut it down for most of us. So for you to start enhancing and, and returning to your clear audience, 
I want you to sit outside, take a couple deep breaths and just get really grounded. You can even, a grounding exercise that I do is I visualize dropping an anchor all the way into the core of the earth and bringing that energy back up into my body. It's just really grounding, relaxing, and it'll give your mind something to do. If you're like, Ashley, I don't know how to meditate. Great. This will give your mind something to do so that you can get into that relaxed and meditative state. So I want you to just go outside, get peaceful, get grounded, take a few deep breaths and close your eyes. This part is important because I want you to block out everything else. I don't want you to see anything. I want you to only focus on this hearing, okay? And we are so used to, like I said, all the sounds around us. I want you to separate those sounds. I want you to try to identify those sounds. I want you to put a name and an awareness and even a distance to those sounds. And just by doing this, just by having the willingness to expand your awareness, this clear is gonna get stronger and stronger. All these exercises that I teach, they're very down to earth, they're very easy to follow, and of course we build every week, but we do them in a way that we're, we're subtly and continuously expanding your awareness and your willingness to receive. So if you're sitting on your back porch and you close your eyes, I want you to listen for the birds. Just listen to them. You hear birds chirping all the time. But here's the difference. I want you to separate out if there are different kinds of, of tweets or chirps. You don't have to know the name of the bird, but I want you to separate out like, oh, there's a bird that just, you know, chirped to my left. It sounded pretty close. There's a different kind of bird that just chirped to my right. It sounded a little further away. And I want you to do this, just like take deep breaths. And if it gets frustrating, just take a deep breath, open your eyes, take another deep breath, close your eyes and try again. I want you to notice the rustling of the leaves. I want you to notice if you're hearing leaves in a tree versus if you're actually hearing the leaves moving on the ground. I want you to separate these, all the, all the sounds that you hear. Do you hear your neighbor's lawnmower? Well, how far away is it? Is it actually down the street or is it actually right next to you? Okay, these few little exercises, if you could do this often, one, it's very relaxing, very meditative, but two, it's really going to strengthen that clairaudient muscle, okay? And here's another thing that you can do to enhance your clairaudience. If you are someone that likes music, I know that this exercise works really well with classical music, but I really like to challenge myself and just use any song that's on the radio. If you are someone that really likes music, I want you to try to start focusing on listening to and honing in on. Now, this exercise is like a little bit more advanced. Um, this is one that I would normally build up to, but it just came to me for someone who must need it listening to this episode. So I want you to focus on the song. Listen to the song as a whole as you normally would, and then set the intention to hear the sounds that you're not necessarily meant to hear. So is there a drum in the background or is there some kind of beat that's lower in the background? I want you to focus in on what you're not necessarily supposed to hear. 
what is not at the forefront. And so you guys, these tiny exercises, what I'm getting right now from my guides is not only are they going to help you expand your intuition, your awareness, and strengthen those intuitive muscles, but they're going to help you expand your perception of what you see, of what is put right in front of you, because there's so much put right in front of you. And take this as you will. There's so much put right in front of you that you're meant to see, that you're so focused on this that you can't see what's really going on behind the scenes. So be it spirit, be it media, whatever, be it people in your life, the more you tune into your intuition, have the intention of raising your awareness, the higher and larger your perspective is going to be. Okay. And so I'll leave you with this today because I know I didn't answer this question. This is great, Ashley. And I love that you're giving me a couple of exercises to enhance my clear audience, but I still want to know who I'm talking to. And I'll give you a quick little ditty because this is stuff that I really go deep in into the intuitive development course. And again, I have the course broken out week by week so that we build on what we learn so that we know how to practice safely so that there's no doubt in our mind about who and what we are receiving and talking to. But I will say this. One, like I said, how does it feel? But two, your ego is always going to try to keep you in place. Your ego's job is to keep you safe and it's to keep you comfortable. But that doesn't mean your ego will not self-sabotage you, okay? So if you're tuning in and you're hearing guidance that isn't for your best and highest good, and you're hearing guidance that's not loving or unsupportive or says you're fat or says you don't look good or says anything other than being of unconditional love, then you can bet that you're listening to your ego. And what we want to be listening to is our higher self and our spirit team, right? So when you tune in and you hear something that is maybe outside of your comfort zone or maybe something that you wouldn't normally do, but you know that it would be supportive, kind of like a best friend who tells you what you need to hear versus what you want to hear then you can trust that guidance as long as it's loving and supportive, even if it's pushing you a little bit out of your comfort zone, is coming from a member of your spirit team. So again, I go so deep into all four of the clairs, how to work with them individually, how to expand them, how to tune out of them, how to know exactly who and what you're communicating with. This is all inside the intuitive development course. And at the end of this episode, there's actually a discount code for the intuitive development course linked in the show notes. Um, this course is incredibly supportive. It has helped hundreds of people, people who, you know, are just living their everyday life, working their nine to five in a very corporate setting. And then people who are very, very, you know, in tune with spirit all around them and they want to give readings for people. So it's literally for everyone because it's for everyone to return home, utilize who they came here to be 
and embrace the guidance that's available to them. So I hope you have the most beautiful day, my loves, and I will talk to you soon. Working with my intuition has changed my life and it is so much fun, but it's definitely been a journey. I get people asking me all the time how I got to where I am, how I knew how to trust, how I let go of that fear, and how I learned how to embrace my intuition while also learning how to manage it so it didn't control my days. And I am happy to tell you that I have the Intuitive Development and Progression Program. It's over 40 videos includes how to work with each of the individual clairs, plus how to manage them as well so they're not taking over your days. Empaths, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So if you guys are interested in learning how to develop your intuition on a way that works for you and that you can embrace throughout each and every day and carry into readings or more psychic development work if that's your jam, please join me in the Intuitive Development and Progression course. Today I have a 25% off code for you. And that code is IDP25. Just enter it at checkout and you're going to get a pretty big discount, 25% on the intuitive development and progression course. Again, that code is IDP25. I promise you it will change your life. Thank you for hanging out with me on the Spirited Life podcast. It was so good to be here with you today, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, if you're craving more on spirituality, intuitive development, mediumship, or just really understanding who you are on an energetic level, please check me out at lightloveandspirit.com. It is your go-to resource for all things spirituality, mindset, and intuitive understanding. And remember, if you're ready to tap into your intuition, join me in the Intuitive Development and Progression Program. This program has over 40 videos, multiple bonus courses, and you get a complimentary coaching call with me. It dives into all the different clairs, how to work with them, how to manage them, how to tune in and out of them, how to work with your spirit guides, and so much more. And if you're beyond that, if you already understand all of that, how to tune into your intuition and how to manage it, then I invite you to check out Mediumship Diving Deeper, where you can learn how to utilize your gifts and actually start getting those evidential messages that make clear sense for you or for other people. And remember, intuitive development isn't just for the person that wants to become a psychic or a medium or thinks that they have gifts. We are all intuitive beings. We are all energetic beings, which means we all have the ability to tap into this at any given time. The difference is we don't all receive in the same way, which is why the intuitive development course breaks it down into clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance. So that yes, you can utilize your intuition to tap into spirit, or receive messages, but really your intuition can be utilized throughout each and every single day, whether it's in your career, your relationships, your interactions, or the choices that you get to make. So with that, I am out and I hope you all have the most beautiful day. I love you. Bye.